Well, hello, my little bamlets and bean stews. This is Beans, and it is disclaimer time. Bam and I are not sexperts, and our advice is for entertainment purposes only. If you have a serious health concern, we strongly urge you to consult a qualified physician. And, for obvious reasons, our Sex Talk podcast is intended for only the maturest of audiences. Enjoy! Here we go, here we go again Trying hard but you wanna be my friend Ain't no place to hide, ain't no one to run to Here we go, here we go again Call my bluff, I'ma be here till the end I'm the one you ride, I'm the one you ride to If you I'm Bam. And I'm Beans. And this is our Sex Talk podcast, where we like to talk about sex. And, and I just fuck up the intro every time. <laughs> <laughs> and if you also would like to fuck up our intro, please email us at bamandbeans at gmail.com. <laughs> We're on Facebook now. Hell yeah. So give us a like. Uh, share us with your friends. Get them to give us a like. If you've got to put a gun to their head. Don't do that because that's oh violent. God, that's really fucking drastic. <laughs> and that's really escalating the situation. We don't want that. <laughs> I mean, like a water gun, a squirt gun, I'm okay oh, with. Oh, yeah. Or maybe like one of those little rubber band shooters. Oh, hell no. Those things hurt. And then somebody's <laughs> eye is going to get knocked out. Yeah, but then you got a rubber band. You can put it in your hair or something. Or your beard. A, a rubber band. Yeah, those tiny little rubber bands. Oh, you're... Oh, well, that's, that just sounds like still a lot. It sounds like somebody's going to... What did you think gun. I said? Like a rubber band. Like a huge ass... Oh, no, no, no. Pow, oh, pow. my God. No, no, no. Um, back in my day, when I was a tiny little bean stew, uh, the quarter machines used to have these things, and there were these tiny little guns that, oh, like, yeah, yeah. you could put a tiny little rubber band on, and it would shoot the rubber band across the room. And that's what I was talking about. No, I remember those, but, like... Back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> Which is in the middle of your days. <laughs> um, remember when people used to make the rubber band gun out of their fingers? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But they needed a big-ass rubber band? Yeah. I used to get hit in the face with those all the time. Like, oh, I have PTSD talking about this Dude, right now. same. I'm so, like, I'm fearful of my eyes. <laughs> well, we both grew up with brothers. and Oh, they sucked. Oh, they did they suck. They were the worst. <laughs> they really sucked. I mean, I love my brother to death. But some of the stuff he did was really shitty. My brother one time grabbed the couch cushion. And by the way, this was a new couch. So, like, the cushions <laughs> have not been broken in yet. And they were hard as fuck. Oh, no. And he looked at me and he's like, you want to pl- you want to do a pillow fight? And I was like, oh, shit. Hell yeah. And he takes a couch cushion and it hits me. <laughs> and I fly into the kitchen wall. Just wreck your shit. Kill <laughs> he murdered me. And then my mom was like, what was that? And then my big brother was like, mm, bam, bam, fell. <laughs> 
my brother um, used to play the flinch game with me. Oh, I hate that I game. hated it because I am a big fat flincher. And so he would, like, go like he's going to hit me and I would flinch. And, like, even if I just, like, blinked too hard, that was considered a flinch. And then he would get to hit me twice. I don't know who made up these rules, but... <laughs> I'm a fucking psychopath out there. I think I would have just rathered he hit me the first time. <laughs> <laughs> then we don't have to play this stupid game. How about you just punch me randomly throughout yeah. the day and then I don't get hit twice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I don't have weird bruises on my arms from it. I bruise easily. I know. I do too. Yeah. Like a fucking peach. <laughs> I bruise like a white girl who doesn't have enough vitamin C in her. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, to start off our podcast today. We have mail. I love mail. Yes. It seems that our ridicule and torment worked. Oh, amazing. And we got an email back from A. Woo! It's titled, Well, Hello, Ladies. And uh, I'm just going to warn you right now, everybody listening at home, it's a bit long-winded. So go ahead and pull out your comfy clothes and... Pull up a comfy chair and maybe get some caffeine because you, it, it's, I think it might be worth it, but it's long. So, apparently someone took offense to my not sending in a story last time, and as a result, I was most certainly put on blast. He was. Yep. <laughs> I suppose the only way I can make it up to you ladies would be to send you not one, but two stories. And oddly enough, there's a bit of a tie-in to these stories. Once upon a time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't read once upon a time and not, like, immediately, once upon a time. I can totally understand that. Because once you did it, I was like, oh, I wanted to do it. Go ahead. Once upon a time. Once upon a time. <laughs> a young A was dating this young lady back when she was, excuse me, when he was pretty new to the sexual world himself. They dated a little while, and he got to know her family a bit as well. Well, one night while hanging out with her and some friends, A, his girlfriend, and a friend of theirs wound up in a back alley fooling around. Jesus. Now, they got interrupted by the second girl's brother. Okay, so it was another girl. Okay. <laughs> but in the end, A had a pretty good night that night before winding up over by some friend's house for the night where he was going to stay. Okay, so let's just recap a little bit because yeah, it jumps yes. around a lot. So uh, A and the girl he's dating and a girlfriend of hers yeah. were all fooling around and then interrupted by In a dark back the alley. second girl's brother. Yeah. Okay, let's dive back in. <laughs> so now he's back at a friend's house. These guy friends knew A's girlfriend as they had for a while, but A didn't think much of it. Thinking he was a bit of a big shot and a badass, A began to brag and boast a little bit of his exploits for the night. It wasn't until a bit later that he discovered his friends that had been staying over that night were all friends of his girlfriend's older brother. Not one, not just a couple, every single one. Jesus. <laughs> Needless to say, the older brother found out and never liked A much beyond that and made sure to let his little sister know that. Not the best of situations to be in, for sure. And A learned a very valuable lesson about discretion that night. <laughs> yeah. On to story two. A little while beyond the first story, A found himself involved in a different relationship. 
One that probably wasn't too good for him, but that's a lesson learned in another story. Another story. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so many stories. This story took place on New Year's Eve. A and this new girlfriend were at a party, and by this point in the night, everyone was feeling good. The night had been getting a bit later, and being relatively new in the relationship, A and his girlfriend were very much like rabbits, going at it whenever possible. This is what led them to sneak away from the party and to head out to the pool area for a little soak in the hot tub and maybe some fun. Well, making out... Well, I think that's supposed to be while. Yeah. While making out... Nope, nope, sorry. While making out led <laughs> to some groping and fondling, which could have led to something else. But before it could, a little security guard, and I do mean little size-wise, as he wasn't particularly large or imposing, <laughs> rode up on a bicycle ching, ching, <laughs> and busted them out before things got too hot and heavy. The perils of playing in public at a very public apartment complex. So they head back to the party where everyone is either drunk, high, or a combination of the two. Not being satisfied and ending up a bit more fucked up, a and his girlfriend start fooling around in the living room, right on the floor, with five to six other people in the room. A's girlfriend had a brother who was dating the girl who lived at this apartment, but they were off in another room. Keep that in mind, as it will be important in a moment. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my god. <laughs> so A and his girlfriend end up getting hot and heavy on the living room floor, which eventually leads to her riding him right in the middle of the living room with several people just... While several people... Just watch while all fucked up. One of those guys end up walking away, only for him to come back out a minute later with the woman who... Oh, bro. Oh, no. <laughs> with the woman who, who lived there coming out to start tearing A and his girlfriend a new one. Fuck that guy. I know. The girlfriend's brother also comes out, pants undone and belt hanging down as he's holding his pants up and asking A and his girlfriend what the hell they think they're doing. A, looking up from his back on the floor, can only respond with, uh, the same thing it looks like you were about to be doing. <laughs> Needless to say, A and his girlfriend were asked to leave and wound up walking about an hour and a half to get back to the girlfriend's house where they crashed out for the night after missing the midnight countdown, and this is where they stayed the night. After getting to where they were going, A finally got his. Finally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it took a whole night to get to that point, though, after a series of dumb choices. Now, the tie between these stories, you might ask? Well, we really didn't. No, I actually I forgot that there was a tie yeah. between the stories. <laughs> well, the girlfriend from the second story was the second girl involved in the first story. Those bitches knew each other. Oh my god. <laughs> Did I mention A made a series of poor choices in his life where he was younger? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you yes, did. Yes, you did. <laughs> well, ladies, I hope you enjoyed these stories. I don't know if these are amusing enough for what you were looking for, but I hope this satisfies the need for stories from me. Keep up the good work, ladies. The podcast gets better every week. A. Wow. Aww. Okay, so first of all, right away, the the villain of that story is that douchebag that decided to go and snitch on them. Oh yeah, absolutely. That guy's like, the villain. Breaking up the party, man. The only the only thing that I can think of is like, was it really just super awkward to sit there 
and watch two people go at it, like, while being drunk and high and shit, like, that he had to put a stop to it. And instead of just, like, getting in there and being like, hey, mind moving this somewhere, he decides to go and snitch on him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also one of those things where it's like, you could also go to a different room. Right. It, it sounds <laughs> like there's enough room. Wait a second. Say that again. <laughs> you could also go to a different room. Yeah. Absolutely. But they chose to sit there and watch it. Oh, I thought you were going to bring up the binoculars thing again. Uh I was going to yell at you. I'm just saying. Okay, listen. It's their house, though, and nobody has binoculars in this goddamn party. (laughs) Two different things. Well, A, I think we've all learned a valuable lesson here about discretion and about privacy. Yeah. And stupidity. Yeah. Privacy is very important. But the biggest lesson that we have learned here today is that when you allude to having a funny story and you you don't tell us that story, you get ridiculed. Yeah, you get you get bim- bamboozled. Yeah. Or you bamboozled us. So yeah. then we had to call you out on it. I would like to formally apologize for the ridicule that you have endured. Nah. But you kind of had it coming a Yeah, I'm bit. not going to apologize. <laughs> you got... you. <laughs> we told you this would happen. Yeah. Thank you for the stories. Those are actually yeah, really good. Yeah, that was great. Them. Thanks. That was really great. I'm so sorry that you had a villain in your mix. Oh, my God. The entire yeah. time. You, you partied with that guy. You probably did shots with him. I really hope that you went up to him and let him know that snitches do indeed get stitches. I want <laughs> to know if you did or did not slap him in the face with your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it was out already and you had the opportunity to. (laughs) Wow. I'm just asking a simple question. (laughs) Because if that that happened and you didn't tell us, like, you're kind of bearing the lead here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, what have you got for us today? Well, I have something a little bit more light than last week, because apparently I was a fucking monster with all of the stories <laughs> I was reading. So I have a couple would you rathers. Okay. Okay, so this is me asking you. And one of them, like, obviously one of them is super easy. So would you rather have hot or cold? Hot or cold what? So we're talking sexual rise. Either that's oh, okay. um, during, like, foreplay, BDSM, or... Whether it's just, like, temperature within the room. Cold. Cold. Yeah. We knew that that when we were talking about our sneaky friend. But, you know, um, as we talked about it in an earlier episode, uh, heat does play a good part. Heat does play a really good part. Um, Wearing socks while in in the midst of sexual intercourse can Mm -hmm. help bring forth orgasms aplenty. Plenty of them. You get an orgasm. You get an orgasm. Everybody gets an orgasm. Okay, so would you rather have... Now, this is for foreplay. No, wait. What was your answer, though? Oh, mine is cold. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, Bean. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay, Beans. Beans, okay. Let me give you a scenario right quick. (laughs) Mine was just cold because I like the... um, I like knowing how much work I've done throughout the session because of how much I'm panting and, like, sweating and how hot I am. Mm-hmm. So, that's just why I like the cold. Okay. And it's very similar. Like, I like the... I do like the sensation of the feels. Yeah. 
Well, cold sensation is very tantalizing. Yeah. When used properly. And it's just like, oh, wait, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So this is for foreplay. Okay. Okay. Would you rather have an ice cube rolled around your nipple or would you rather have an electrode? Ooh. um, But like, not like a, you're going to get hit with a car battery. (laughs) Just like a, like, you know, just like a Because they say there's, like, a certain amount that will actually, like, get your blood flowing. So, almost like when you have, like, surgery and you need, like, those electrodes. I will tell you, um, electricity kind of scares me a little bit. Uh, so, I, I mean, personally, I would choose the ice cube. Mm-hmm. But a little bit of a, a backstory on it is uh, I watched a kid electrocute himself in second oh grade. God. He was dumb. And put a staple in a light socket. And, like, oh, it rang his bell. Oh, yeah. And ever since then, I've always been kind of just weary Mm -hmm. of it. And so, like, you know, when kids are doing dumb things and they, like, lick nine-volt batteries and shit like that, I wouldn't even do that. I just, uh uh-uh. It just, it kind of concerns me a little. I love when people are like, (laughs) lick this battery. And I'm like, what the fuck? Well, so, like... Uh, I had the opportunity to get, like, a TENS unit for my back when I was going through um, my courses with chiropractic. Like, yeah. Like, you know, to fix my posture and shit. Because mm-hmm. I was having really bad back problems. Yeah. For a while. Uh, I I was scared of it. <laughs> and, and I know that that's, that's a little irrational. But I don't think it's irrational. I mean, you saw something. You had trauma from that particular incident. And then it kind of just resonated with you. See, yeah. for me, my mom had back surgery, and she I had to help her put her electrodes on on her back every day. Yeah. So I was actually, like, conditioned knowing that electrodes aren't a bad thing. Right. So for me, like, electricity, it's not really that scary to me because I'm mm-hmm. dealt with it. And then for my knee, um, during when I did, like, physical therapy, they would actually put electrodes on on the end of the shift. Okay. To kind of get my muscles, like loosened Mm because it'll actually just loosen up your muscles okay so have you experimented with electricity i have not had the pleasure of doing it but it is something i'm actually interested in okay that's good to know and and you're definitely not alone in that i actually have a really close friend who is curious about um entering electricity into you know foreplay and i think i like, my only advice to that would be to start slow. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Start tame. And they actually, they do make toys yeah. specifically for foreplay. Yeah. That, and it's, you know, introducing small doses of electric pulse. Yeah. Kind of like a TENS unit, but maybe even a little bit more um, controlled It is than that. So that that might be something to look into yeah. for the future. And then you can try it out and you can tell us about it. Absolutely. Because I haven't had a review of my own yet, which is sad because I haven't gotten anything new recently. So. <laughs> and then I feel like if I do a review, I have to keep it in the closet with us and be like, so this is the thing, even though nobody can see me. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe we can do like a, a photo shoot of it. <laughs> Just like present it. <laughs> Onto our Twitter or our Facebook. <laughs> right next to our Hello this is Kitty the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello Kitty's going to sue us. 
know. I doubt anyone from Sanrio is, is listening. <laughs> I don't know, man. Well, yeah, we do have a population in Japan. Yeah. Like a good two solid listeners. Yeah, it's the Two only, solid listens. Only two people. <laughs> the only two people who listen are the ones who can sue us. Because <laughs> that's our luck. Oh, my God. Okay. Did you Ready? have another? One more. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. So, during bondage. Okay. Would you rather have rope or would you rather have silk? Man, um, I think I would have to say, I think I would rather have rope because in bondage play, it's, it's all about being restricted Mm -hmm. and restrained. And I like the security of it. And silk, while it feels nice on the skin, I think I would like to reserve that for teasing purposes. I want something that's going to make me feel more secure, more restrained. And um, actually, uh, rope play is something that I am extremely interested in. Oh, cool. And because there's a there's a whole art form there that's is. surrounded by it. And, you know, there are certain ways to bind a person to create a specific emotional response Mm -hmm. and it's it's something that i haven't read too much into but i'm very curious about yeah i definitely know what you're talking about Mm -hmm. and um i would also i would say if it's like for actual rope Mm -hmm. uh rope works i would use the rope but if it was again yeah like you said for like teasing purposes i would take the silk yeah i do have very like sensitive skin Mm -hmm. but i feel like there's definitely different types of ropes out there that we could yeah silk feels great on the body it feels amazing don't get me wrong i love the feel of silk i love soft things and it can be implemented for for both parties i actually i had a guy once that um wanted me to tease him while wearing silk gloves Mm -hmm. and i i will say it definitely added a dimension to handies so (laughs) Silk. Silk is nice. But I would prefer rope. <laughs> just like just tie me up. We're just like I just have to say I fucking love us so much. Because like any other person in the world well, I shouldn't say any other person. Most people we know would be like, Oh my god, silk all day because I can't take rope. Mm-hmm. We're just like, No, yeah. Like, oh fuck yeah, that. Tie me. Bust out the goddamn leather straps. Let's go. Sorry, let me take this jacket off really quick. You got any barbed wire? (laughs) What do you have back there? Hit me with it. (laughs) (laughs) I like those. I like would you rather time. So we should definitely implement that in the future. I'm I'm definitely going to try and come up with a few more. But those were the three that I thought would be like a nice. And you know what? Now that we are on Facebook, let's take advantage of all the tools that Facebook has to offer and let's start putting polls up. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely, I will definitely go ahead and put those up. I'm going to write it down because I'm going to forget it immediately. Well, that's okay. You've got, you've got a couple of days. We'll put the first poll up when this episode is uh, introduced, yes, 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 yes. which is always on a Wednesday. Always on a Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we'll put up a poll, a would you rather, or, you know, uh, we could always do, does your dick sink or float? Oh, we really need to know that, guys. Yeah. So check us out. Check out our Facebook. Answer our poll questions. Let us know if you have any questions. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I have nothing to do with my life. So I'm, I'm, if you message us, I'll probably answer. Right away. <laughs> 
Unless you're at work, because that place is a dead zone. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, while I was just kind of surfing around the net, I came up with a an interesting article. Oh. And I would like to know, before reading this article, bam, how how often do you think people should have sex? Like, how often do you think it's healthy for people to have sex? Like, generally. Oh, God. Um, I mean, I'm probably a sex addict, so I'm the worst person to ask. Well, that's why I wanted to ask. Um, Generally, I would say, like, honestly, if if you're having sex for, like, 12 hours every single day, that's really unhealthy. It's a lot. It's extremely unhealthy. I mean, I I would be okay with with that for a little while, at least. But then I think I would get burned out. But to be honest, like... I would say once a day isn't necessarily, like, unheard of. Okay. Because people do, like, their stamina will come down. Like, they'll stop having sex for, like, a, a few days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, like, a running joke where uh, once it hits three days of me not having sex, I have to have sex. Yeah. But it's also more of a that's how I keep my my sexual relationship fed and happy. Like... Okay. So I honestly think that if people are having sex, like, for example, if today being what day it is throughout this entire year, if you've had sex every fucking day since the beginning of the year. Oh, my God. That's extremely unhealthy. That's a lot. That's really unhealthy. Like, we're in the beginning of the month. Mm -hmm. You can have sex every day because it's a new month. Sure. Well, so, like, once a day would be at the very high end of, of the norm. I would say probably, like, twice a week. Twice a week? Would That's be not like bad. Two or three times a week would be, like, a very... That would be optimal, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's optimal. It's optimal like, health. Considering that you and your partner live together and you spend time together, like, and you have uh, enough time for that type of relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. Two to three times a week, that doesn't sound bad at all. Yeah. Uh, I... In this article, they say that the average person... Uh, has sex once a week. Oh. And um, the average actually amounted to about 54 times a year. So maybe there's like one or two times where they get more action Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. one week than they do normally or whatever. But the article is uh, found on health.com and it's called, This is how often most couples have sex, according to science. (laughs) So... I'm not going to, like, read you the whole article because that would be a little bit boring. But they do say that they they ran a couple of studies and found that the average adult gets some action 54 times a year or about once a week. And this study was published in the Archives of Sexual Behavior. Another study published in 2015 linked the frequency of sex to happiness, which that's... That's not too far out there because nope, of because of the um, chemical release mm-hmm. during the sex act. Um, but science found uh, the researchers writing in social, psychological, and personality science found that couples who have sex at least once a week are happier with their relationship than those who get it a lot less often. So it's 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 just something that you know I feel like a lot of people have different opinions on whether or not they're getting it enough or whether or not um their relationship is lacking yeah i think i think i would be 
extremely content with getting it once a week. Um, right now, with the way my partner and my schedules are, we don't see each other like as often as we would like to. So sometimes it doesn't happen once a week. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, homegirl gets a little vangry. Yeah. And then she lashes very, out. Very vangry. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I can tell when you're getting angry. Right. It's so obvious. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like it's it, sometimes I'll be like, oh hey, what's up, beans? If you fucking talk to me one more time, so help me whoa, you are vangry. Wow. <laughs> I like to think that I'm a little more cordial than that. Yeah. If you're still snippy and we're having lunch, I know you're vangry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I fed you. You're vangry. <laughs> So I guess I would like to kind of um, reach out to our listeners audience and I would like to know how often is often enough for you? And how do you cope with not getting it often enough? Yeah. I mean, personally, for me, when I my coping mechanism um, is Bob. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's 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 a given. The battery operated boyfriend. Always there for you. You know what's great is Always I actually stable. started reading a lot more. Oh? Yeah. I've been reading, like, these, like... Trashy romance novels? No. <gasps> actually, they're just kind of like comic books. <laughs> oh. Trashy romance comic books? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> no. Is there anything romantic about it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Absolutely there is. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, <laughs> when... <laughs> Stop it. When uh, your girl gets a little vangry, you, you know, I, I do understand that it is very apparent when I am vangry. And if I if I have made um, steps towards rectifying it and they've gone, like, Sour. overlooked, <laughs> then I just get, like, outright mean. You're vangrier. <laughs> And that's not healthy at all. Um, I think that keeping an open communication is always always the best form. It's like my favorite word is communication. communication. Ooh, it just gives me the tingles. <laughs> Nipples got hard. <laughs> you know, and um, if you can keep the line of communication open in your relationship, then, you know, it, it makes it a lot easier to voice concerns about your sex life. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, if the if the usual tricks aren't working, if the naked guy ain't working, then you just got to bring it up. Like, hey, you know, what's going on? Like, I noticed that recently we just haven't been having relations as often as we used to. Is there yeah. something, you know, in your world that's that's stressing you out or that's, you know, sometimes is there it's a work, reason? Sometimes it's friends, yeah. sometimes it's family. Like, it doesn't have to be your sexual partner yeah it doesn't have to be anything about your relationship Mm -hmm. it could be an outlying source yeah or it could even be something within you know maybe their confidence is down for some reason you know if if they you know put on weight or lost weight or lost muscle tone or something or they just you know don't for some reason don't find themselves attractive and they get down about themselves like that could that could easily be a reason why. Yeah. 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 So, if you're not getting it once a week, 
You should probably have that talk. Yeah, definitely have that talk. Because uh, according to science, if you get it once a week, then you're happy. Yeah. And science never lies. <laughs> science. Science. <laughs> That's all that I had prepared for today. I have one story. I love stories. Not one that you're going to love. Oh, is it another sad story? <laughs> so the reason why I wanted to go ahead and bring this up was because, you know, we're always on the like the topic of communication. Sure. And so the story that I've I've been dying to read. I'm like, I just don't feel like it's the right time. I don't feel like it's the right time. But I really think I've had a recent conversation within this week um, with somebody who was unsure of, like, what BDSM, like, entails and stuff like that. And, like, I was, like, trying to explain to him, like, oh, well, this is kind of, like, it depends on who your partner is. And then they were like, oh, well, I think I did it wrong. And I'm like, wait, what? 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 I was like, what are you doing? (laughs) And so the story kind of correlates with it, where it's like, there wasn't a good amount of communication. Oh, no. And honestly, when I read the story the first time, I was like, oh, my God, I just want to find this person and swaddle them. Like, I just want to show them love. But I think it's going to be really important for other people who, like, if you're unsure of how to go about something or if this is the correct amount of something like some of it is common sense yeah (laughs) and some of it is communication okay so i'm gonna read you guys a story and it's it's more like like shocking (laughs) okay than anything okay so i had finally agreed to a threesome with a man i had been involved with in a dominant submissive friends with benefits situation for the last four months Since this was largely my fantasy that he had wanted to fulfill, it was going to be a male-male-female threesome. I was nervous, to say the least. He had agreed to write up an ad for Craigslist, let me review it before posting, and screen all the responses. We finally settled on one not my first choice, or even my second, but he actually followed through. So, so far... Please don't go to Craigslist to find sexual partners. Yeah. Like, these are like so many red flags. Oh, my God. Please don't do that. I knew that if I could see what was going on, I wouldn't go through with it. So we agreed that I would be blindfolded and he would take care of me, judging the situation and making sure the guests didn't overstep my limits. I was kneeling blindfolded in the middle of my living room when the doorbell rang. It didn't take long before the guest was naked and in my mouth. Nor did it take long after we rolled around a little bit and had changed positions that I started feeling little feather brushes against my arm. For the life of me, I could not figure out what the feeling was. They were without pattern but distinct and localized sensations against my skin. It wasn't until I started feeling them on my face as I was essentially teabagging him I think they meant essentially he was teabagging her. Okay. Realized that he was sweating on me. Oh. The guest, this man I had just met, in the loosest terms, wasn't simply sweaty. 
He was sweating large, gross, hairy man sweat droplets all over my face and torso. Oh, no. That's what I personally, if I was, like, the person who's supposed to be taking care of her, like, I would have stopped. Yeah. I would have made him stop. Like, no, sorry. Like, you are literally, like, you're waterboarding her with your sweat. Gross. I feel, like, that's the point when I was like, I just want to swallow you. Like, but it gets worse. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) That should have been my cue to stop, but I'm a trooper and a bit loath to cause a scene. Besides, my man was there, I knew I was safe, and he and I were having fun. Fast forward to the end of the afternoon. I'm on the floor on my back, and my man and I finished fucking. Kind of spent from all the activities, but still blindfolded, I can feel the guest's hands on me, and he asks if he can get me off again. Not one to say no to an orgasm. He starts attending to me digitally. Yeah, Finger-wise. fingers. And then the sensation changes. And it feels as if he's trying to fist me, but his palm, with his palm or something, the feeling is off, and then it hits me. The guest is an amputee, and he <gasps> is trying to fist me with his stump. Oh. I don't go for fisting to begin with. But trying to fit his stump in my vagina was just never going to happen. So I stop the scene, he leaves, and I go to the bathroom to clean up. When I come out and I turn to my man and ask, what was he, what, what he missed in a hand? That's actually what it says. It's kind of upsetting. Mm-hmm. What is he missing, a hand? Yes, he was. And I didn't think it would be polite to turn him away just because <gasps> of that, though. That's true. But Stumpy tried to fist me with his stump without asking. Had he tried to fist me, that would have been a bad bad enough. But stumping without permission is po- just poor form. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but I feel like that's something that should have been disclosed to the blindfolded person in the room. I 100% agree with you. And I think the one thing that, like, really upset me was just the pure fact that at the end he was like, I didn't think it would be polite to turn him away. What? So you understand that your your partner, who is blindfolded, trusting you with mm-hmm. every fucking move that this person is going to make, not aware of anything that is going on except for what's going on on her body, you wouldn't just think to be like, I'm really sorry, but you can't have your stump inside of her at any point in time. Right. Just say that. Right. Just say, hey, I understand you're an amputee. We don't give a shit. Just don't put that inside of her. <laughs> and and the poor girl didn't get a chance to even ad- address that that was a limit for her because she had no idea that that was the situation she'd be put into. Exactly. Aww. And it's not like you think of that when you're going into a threesome mode. Oh, my God. Like, oh, lit- no. literally blindfolded. I'm sorry, but... If you have to be blindfolded because you're not attracted to the person you're going to enter into a threesome with, like, then maybe you should just continue searching for that, that unicorn. Like, I... Why does, why, why does the one person have to settle in this situation? Both of you should be... Yeah. Content. Yeah. And that's definitely, like, that's another really good point, is that you should be... You and your partner should always agree 100%. Yep. And if you are getting so nervous that you have to be blindfolded. Right, right. Just, it's okay to say, you know what, maybe, maybe I need to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. But it's a-okay to just say, you know what, I'm not comfortable yet. It. I mean, it was her idea, it was what she wanted, and he wanted to fulfill it. 
But even as much as a fantasy as you want that to happen, Mm -hmm. it may not be the right time. There's always a time and a place. And unfortunately, she got stumped in the vagina because of it. (laughs) I feel so... Like, I wanted to just cuddle her. Like, I won't stump you. I have both hands. (laughs) Just cover her with a blanket and give her a hot beverage. That poor girl. And also, like, guys, if you are really sweating that much, Mm. where it's like you're waterboarding somebody, please just have a towel ready. Yeah. Be polite. Be courteous. Yeah. Well, Well, the thing is, like, it's one thing to be caught up in the moment with your partner. Yeah. And rolling around in your own sweat. Like, that's one thing. If your partner is sweaty and dripping sweat all over you, that's one thing. But for a complete stranger yeah. that you're already not attracted to, like, literally have to have a blindfold on in order to get intimate with, that's all. Oh, oh, my God. That's a nightmare. I could only imagine if she wasn't blindfolded, she probably would have saw that he only had one hand. And yeah. then, like, nope. No. Hard sorry, no. Sorry. Hard no. There's my line. Yeah. I mean, not to say that there's anything against amputees and things like that, but um, I'm just blown away with the fact that they didn't disclose it to her. Yeah. You know? Because what if that was her thing? What if she really was into the idea of being stumped? You know? Then that would be great. That would have been a completely different night. But you have no idea un- until you have that conversation. Yeah. If you're entering into a three-way, you should be able to disclose right. those things. Because not only are you supposed to trust the couple, but the couple is really trusting you. Mm-hmm. Which sometimes that sucks. Yeah. It does. I hope this sweet baby angel hears the story. We are so sorry that that happened to you. We love you. And you know what? To the to the the third person, the third person, like, bro, I think you also entered into an awkward situation. Yes, and I feel like you asking her permission was very nice, but and you know maybe you didn't know that she didn't know. I'm gonna give him the benefit of a doubt. I'm gonna, I get, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but. Man, you don't just go stumping people without you them knowing. You can't just stump people. <laughs> but also, if you're going to post a Craigslist ad. Yeah, maybe. Kind of get ready to get stumped. <laughs> yeah. All of those things. A lot of lessons are being learned today. We learned so much today, guys. <laughs> time to learn a little bit more about each other. Oh, wonderful. I don't like stumping. <laughs> it's time for 50 Dirty Questions that will turn you both on and make you want sex. Yeah. Here we go. Bam. Beans. What's the strangest prop you've used to get yourself off? Prop? Yeah. Or tool? Sure. <laughs> Um, something that you have used in the bedroom that, you know, maybe typically wouldn't be used in the bedroom or wasn't manufactured for that purpose. God, um, we're learning a lot about us today, huh? Mm -hmm. I think, I think we've learned enough. (laughs) No, no. Answer the question. mm, Bam. Answer the question. I feel like, like maybe we just learned a lot. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, well, I kind of... I got a little room in my sex dungeon. I got a little sex dungeon. Um, I kind of maneuvered nipple clamps. Like, I MacGyvered nipple clamps one time. Oh, out of what? Uh, well, I had, like... <laughs> God. Um, so... It was... I had a bobby pin. Okay. I didn't put that on my nipples. That The first time I did it, it hurt way too bad. I was like, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> um, but then I took... So it was a broken chip clip. Okay. And I'm a guy, like, I kind of, like, put a little bit of fabric around the bottom of it. Oh. To, like, soften it up a little bit. Uh-huh. And then I kind of just, like, clamped it there, and then I used the bobby pin to hold it. <laughs> That's amazing. I was like super proud of myself and then turned on about how like <laughs> thrifty I am. Just turned on by your own intelligence. I, know. I was like, I'm so fucking awesome. And then, <laughs> God, I love like, myself. God, I love myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was like, I think that was like, that's like the one thing like you're not supposed to use chip clips in the in the bedroom. And I kind of MacGyvered my own nipple clips. Hey, you know so. what? If clip chips work, then. Who's to say they can't be used in the bedroom? Like, I won't lie. I tried a few things. I did, like, the clothespins, and I'm like, oh, they're kind of itchy, and oh my god, uh, like, they're kind of, mm, uh, that's not okay. So that's why I use the fabric, is because yeah. I'm like, it's a little softer to the touch, and then, like, the pressure is still there, though, but it's just mm-hmm. the right amount of pressure, because I set it. Interesting. God, I'm, um, now I'm just, like, so happy with myself all over again. <laughs> and see, there you go. You didn't want to answer that one at first. No, because there's going to be somebody out there that's like, yeah, I was there that night. I'll be like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> you did this for an audience? I mean, I uh, originally did it for myself. Okay. And it just so but happened. You've, but you've pulled out the uh, manufactured chip clip nipple clamp? I was pretty much just going to town on myself, and then my partner at the time walked in. Okay. And was like, what are you doing? And I was like, myself. Is that a chip clip? And I was like, you have two options. <laughs> either join in or get out. And like, player two has entered. <laughs> player two has entered the room. <laughs> I think two of these are supposed to go together. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like... That's a fucking weird way to start out a like, question. How does that make you feel, you dirty sex <laughs> goddess? Jesus. We could start coming up with these on our own, too. Yeah, we could. We could. We Eventually, we're going to exhaust this list. We will. Absolutely. And hey, you know what? Listeners out there, if you've got a personal question that you would like us to ask each other, send it in. We do this at the end of every podcast now. I think, uh, what's your favorite way to be seduced? We haven't done that one. No, we haven't done that one. Oh, good. It's right at the top of the list. <laughs> Was it? I'll have to go back. Because I, I think, well, it, it really shouldn't come to any shock. But um, I like to be seduced with pure raw aggression. Yeah. Like, there is there is nothing more hot and sexy like there's nothing that's gonna get me more turned on instantaneously by someone you know i mean obviously my partner yeah (laughs) you know like someone else uh, just you know just deciding that right then and there they had to have me and so you know they they grab me up and they shove me around and they you know tell me how they want it and you know it's it's raw passion and and 
you know, that dominance. Yeah. That really, really gets me every single time. True. <laughs> so that that's that's the way that I like to be seduced. Like, yeah, sure, you know, um, a candlelit dinner and flowers, that'll do the trick too. But uh, if you're not pulling my hair by the end of the night, I probably won't be as satisfied. <laughs> yeah, give me a burger and some beer. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you want to, like... Take me down a nice, you know, boardwalk and have, you know, have a fucking string quartet play our song for us. Sure, go right ahead. But um, I'm still going to expect you to choke me later. Do you want to just skip dinner and go straight to the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you already bought the movie tickets? Well, do oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's all that we have for today. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Uh, once again, email us at bamandbeans at gmail.com. Do it. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Twitter at Beans Bam. I love to be tweeted on. Yeah, our Twitter just is not getting a whole lot of traffic. Anything. So we'll have to... Like just tweet on me. Yeah. Just we have funny little... pictures and puns. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.